Okay, welcome back for another episode of AlphaCast. This is going to be a great show. We've got an amazing guest on today, Troy Casey, aka the Certified Health Nut, uh, hashtag ripped at 50. And uh, we've been really looking forward to this show. I um, was told about Troy through a mutual friend in the festival scene, and uh, I was just uh, absolutely stoked on his videos and his message. And he's really the living embodiment of a lot of what we talk about on the show. So getting him on here uh, just seemed like a no-brainer. And uh, yeah, let's uh, kick it in. And we, of course, got uh, Bear Lando on with us, as always. And um, yeah, how's it going today, Troy? Uh, it's going great, man. I'm so happy to be alive on this planet. And uh, I'm just excited about everything that's happening. Oh, I love the enthusiasm. Uh, and we'll get into it today. I'm sure we're going to go down a ton of tangents. How are you doing today, Bear? I'm doing great. Hey, Troy, why don't you flick your picture up uh, with your shirt off one more time? I want people to see what you can look like when you're uh, in the so-called middle phases of life. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let, let, me, let me see. Jesus Christ, how do I do this thing? Uh, uh, there you oh, go. Oh. Okay, folks, go? so okay. that's what we should all aspire to. And uh, okay. yeah, you don't have to be sitting behind a computer and, uh, you know, puffing out when you're 50. Uh, that's what a, a male physique really is supposed to look like. And uh, well, I can here. tell you, Troy, I've got, uh, I've got about 20 years on you, and uh, I still feel good. And even when you're 70-ish, you don't have to be going downhill either. In fact, you should really be just hitting your prime. That's right. I feel, I, I actually, oh my God, I got chills. I actually feel like I'm going into my prime right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I feel that I can get stronger, fitter, younger, smarter, all of it right now. Um, and maybe a lot of it has to do with the esoteric technology that I utilize, but I'm just getting younger, faster, stronger, better, everything right now at 54. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's really behind it, of course, is, uh, you know, I was in those pioneering circles back in the 60s where we we're starting to explore all the health concepts and cleansing and, and the things that are just starting to get popular, you know, these days. But now we're pushing the envelope, the next level where we need to go. And there's a lot of people entertaining ideas of electric universe and, and understanding our place uh, in that universal consciousness. And what I learned in my, you know, years of competitive sports is uh, I had my training down to a science and, uh, you know, for strength and speed and agility, all the things I needed for my sport. And uh, it, I had a scientific approach where I'd get everything down on paper. And then I started noticing over the years that when I put it down on paper and I didn't even start to implement the program yet, my body already started changing. So some light bulbs started coming on that, wow, it's, it's really about your intentions. And then the things we talk about on this show, which is, uh, you know, again, electrical universe concepts, but actually we can now validate that that's the way it works. So and, uh, you know, the medicine that I've practiced over the years, yeah, we school people in proper lifestyle and cleansing and dietary. But what really, really makes or break a, breaks us is our consciousness and, uh, you know, our belief systems. And even if you go into traditional homeopathy and they were talking about concepts like miasm, they understood 
that um, you know the roots of all disease, including aging, uh, were kind of implanted in human consciousness a long time ago. And uh, historically, at those moments, they all had something in common, and that was there was a class of people that didn't want to leave the rest of the people alone, and the, the people that uh, you know uh, were affected by this did not successfully mobilize their will force. Uh, you know, in order to combat it. And then that became the roots of all disease as we know it. So here we are again, and now we can explain exactly what those schools of thought uh, understood and we can implement it. And that's why people like you, you don't have to even, uh, you know, go through a traditional aging process if you don't want to. Yeah, well, I like to say to my audience, you know, the final frontier here, at least, at least during this paradigm shift, uh, is going to be mind over matter. A lot of, a lot yes. of that has to do with my work in the Amazon and seeing our total destruction, annihilation potential in front of our faces. And uh, statistically, I think that we're fucked. But uh, I just, I've seen the vision multiple times. Humanity makes it. Yeah, and we have the game changer uh, within our consciousness, which is what you term mind over matter. And again, we can explain that in very evidence-based terminology, why that is not some fanciful idea, but is actually the reality. And of course, the powers it shouldn't be keep us in a superstitious mindset that we're somehow victim of our own creations. <laughs> Stay sucker free, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, no, so no, no Troy, victims. I'd love, I'd love no to just no victims, man, no yeah. victims. So Troy, I'd uh, I've been really enjoying your videos lately, and um, and you know just found that wow, we have a lot in common, and so I'd love it, and I know our audience would love it if you just kind of guide us wherever you want to go, and we're here to learn. You've been a great inspiration to a lot of people for a good amount of time now, and uh, just please share with us anything you'd like. <laughs> well, I mean, what comes off the top of my head right now, you know, is just part of pop culture. And, you know, seven weeks ago, we had a men's retreat off grid up in uh, Kern County, California. 50 men came up there and we had the legendary Mick Dodge as well. The Barefoot Sensei uh, came to support us. Um, we had uh, four Indian sweat lodge facilitators. Uh, and and it, 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 was an, it was an incredible um event and one of my friends who's an elite crossfit athlete uh as well as a yoga teacher and he's not conventional at all he doesn't teach in, in inside yoga studios and stuff he's just an animal and he teaches wherever he goes and uh he likes to talk about the esoteric he likes to talk about how the hair is antenna uh he does uh, um i don't know he, he does um uh, menstrual masks with his girlfriend's menstrual fluids and and uh he's really out there so he did butthole sunning he got three guys to drop trowel out near the teepees you know spread their legs up you know and got you know light from the source of all energy on the planet from the sun in their uh you know thinnest mucous membrane and this is ancient taoist ancient you know yogic type technology getting sun on your perineum getting sun on your ball sack increases testosterone is word around the campfire um and so it went viral. Johnny Knoxville shared it. This was seven weeks ago. And then the New York Post, this is Rolling Stone, the Corbett Report, 
uh, Josh Brolin, all sorts of people basically did conjecture reporting around it. There was no real journalism. No one actually did a case study. No one interviewed us. And it's just this psycho chicken, like just viral content going on. And it's just a microcosm of really, you know, where the consciousness is at. And they think that they're doing the world a service or creating some kind of clickbait that's going to either further their publication or refute the whole wellness movement. Because part of the clickbait was like latest, you know, butthole sunning craze by wellness influencers you know, is it so safe according to medical doctors and and, and dermatologists, which is just a <laughs> bunch of just crazy shit. All we said was 30 seconds, not stay there for three hours and burn yourself. And so this is just a microcosm of the macrocosm. For me, it's all about comedy. I did stand-up comedy for years and improv. And so, you know, this is me just toying with the consciousness. And so Rod did it, and then, and then I did it, and then this other girl, Metaphysical Megan, did it. And she's just a 20-year-old little sweetheart, and they are trying to, like, pick her apart. And she's just zen and neutral. So I wanted to bring that up because it's hilarious. <laughs> Hashtag butthole sunning. Solar enemas. <laughs> That's what a mask and just dropped in the... Uh in the chat here, or uh, as I was said, butt-chugging prana. <laughs> that, that, that's or correct. Like they, say, like they say, Troy, when you, you start catching the flack, it means you're over the target. And, uh, you know, I've been in the health and wellness movement uh, since the 60s, and, you know, we've been marginalized and, and gaslighted and, and you know, uh, had our careers, uh, you know, tried to be destroyed and everything uh, for decades now. And of course, the people that you're talking about are just the gatekeepers. That's what they're paid for is to put down anything to keep people from exploring themselves. And, you know, we, we caught a lot of flack back uh, years ago when we were doing solar gazing and we would go out in 45 minutes every single day. I still do it and uh, stare into the sun. Now there's a way to do it. So I, I'd caution everybody to build up the way you need to but you know we were again took a lot of flack oh you're gonna ruin your eyes and everything well the only thing that ever happened to me is my eyesight improved and a lot of other things improved too so solar rays are of course uh you know what they want to keep us from and that's why they tell us that oh my god don't go out in the sun you'll get skin cancer and which is the biggest fallacy of them all so uh yeah good on you <laughs> we just released a video yesterday on my YouTube channel as a rebuttal because, again, it was just conjecture, hyperbole, clickbait, opinion, hypothesis, but nobody was actually doing it. So, so we did the, the, the video on it. And uh, I just like winding up the Internet, man. Just totally. Here's, an, here's another slogan, uh, so above, so below. <laughs> i love that one that's uh from masculine in chat too they're loving this in chat right now of course but this is the thing like right this is how our our culture works right now it's it's uh it's all clickbait culture there's nothing that goes deep uh it's the story of the week kind of thing and then people move on and um you know i think it's great what you're doing because if anything it'll it'll those that get curious about it it could help them come down the rabbit hole of wellness and alternative modalities like this because uh quite frankly we're in desperate need for it 
Well, and that's what the feedback is on the DMs. I mean, people are literally changing their lives. They're waking up. I do this thing when I get out of the ice baths, I do like a bioenergetic shaking. And, uh, and it developed into, you know, I got my hips into it. Uh, and it developed into this full body orgasm, which is what Arnold Schwarzenegger talked about, getting de-pump. De and so I did the full body orgasm. And this guy was at Thanksgiving uh, just recently. You know, uh, holidays can be very challenging for people emotionally. And this guy had a panic attack. And so he started doing the, the full body orgasm and it saved his life. He wrote me on the DM. So this stuff is changing lives dramatically. I get, I get so many messages, uh, not only on the DMs, but in the comments section uh, of the videos that I'm creating as well. So the world's changing. I saw the vision. We make it. I've seen the vision multiple times. So the, the world is just waking up. And the, and the more intense it gets with mandatory vaccinations and more crap in the food and more, you know, craziness on the Internet, uh, that just tells me that we're getting closer to the paradigm shift, the quantum leap. Yes, and that's, that's something we talk about on, on this show a lot is – uh, the, like the universal laws of nature. And you can't, no matter how much the controllers try to dominate and control over the last thousands of years, uh, nature will have its way. It always does. And that's what something we always talk about in our Telegram channel because we've got a great uh, community in our Telegram and people are really open on there. And, um, you know, they'll be open about stresses and anxieties of modern life. And that's what I always say is just go out in nature. Whenever you're feeling that, nature will tell you the truth. And uh, why we moved my, moved my family up from LA up here to live on the Smith River is we have that all around us and it's just kind of like you can't get away from it here. But even in, even in LA, you can uh, go to the beach, you can go to your park, you can, uh, there's so much you can do. So uh, yeah, the nature always will help you out and you can't stop it. And uh, the media of course is so important for them right now because that's how they keep a lot of people thinking that uh, these things aren't really happening and that the status quo is alive and well when in fact every single person that starts to wake up enters into a slipstream and starts drafting the entire force of the universe and uh, every uh, member of humanity that, that takes that upon himself um, is, uh, is inching us as a collective closer to that critical mass where all of a sudden you wake up one morning and we're living in a different reality. That's correct. And that's what we're happening. So, uh, yeah, so we can't believe what we're being told. And, you know, uh, in, in my business for years, I treated critically ill people every single day, all day long. And, uh, you know, when you get people in with uh, natural modalities and, and restore their health, there always comes a point initially where you start driving a lot of the um, energetics to the surface that created their problems in the first place. And for a little while, it starts to look almost like things are getting worse. But if you know what's going on, you're just getting everything out in the open. And that's what we're seeing on the planet right now. Uh, you know, yeah, it's chaotic and it's crazy. And we have all these people trying to force their will upon us with vaccines and everything that you mentioned, which are sinister beyond uh, my imagination. I mean, I could talk for an hour on that. But uh, yeah, right now we're actually seeing everything, all of our ills, we're wearing them on our sleeve. And that's why we know things are about to get, get a lot better. Yes. Yes. The louder it gets, the closer we are. 
Exactly. Well, so, you know, uh, what, you know, it might be good to get a little context to your journey uh, for our, our um, community here. And, um, you know, that might be a good way to go. Like, give us a little insight into kind of how you got here, Troy. And because um, obviously you are really in on a lot of really cool alternative modalities and stuff in terms of health. How did you get here coming from, you know, we knew you were a male model back in the day. Uh, what was your adventure like? Yeah, well, a lot of this is detailed in my book. But, uh, you know, I'm, I, I was a normal person that went through. Well, I'm not a normal person, but, um, you know, my parents were hippies. I grew up in the Haight-Ashbury in the, in the, in the 60s. They went out for the summer of love from Connecticut. Uh, so I was thinking different from the, from the get-go. Um, my parents ran into some challenges with the law, and uh, I ended up on my own at 14 years old. And, uh, and then I put myself through school, and then, uh, you know, I'm living in this society, and I'm like, who am I? Okay, well, I guess I got to make money. So... How do I make money? Oh, we'll go to college. All right, go to college. All right, well, where's the money in college? All right, mathematics and science, you make more money. Okay, let me go there. Oh, I don't have a bunch of math. So let me do all this math. And then I was just on the fast, the slow track to the, the fast track to the slow track. It was like I had a lot of math to do. And, and people said I should model because of my aesthetics. And so it, that got louder. And then eventually I started taking pictures. And I quit school to start a modeling career. I moved to Los Angeles, and then soon after that moved to, uh, to uh, Milan, Italy. I was in Milan, and the agents are quite ruthless in that industry. And you know, I was eating pizza and beer, grew up on Captain Crunch and Pop-Tarts, and, uh, and I had digestive issues. And so I'd go out, party, get a little bloated, and I'd come in, and they'd be like, honey, you're fat, you know, which basically means you're not gonna make any money, we're not gonna send you out. And I was a go-getter, so I was like, you know, I didn't know anything about anything like most people. And so I'm like, all right, how do I figure this out? All right. So I went down to the, the American bookstore and bought a book on nutrition. Um, and so, uh, and it had a lot of vegan dogma in it. And uh, I tried that and it was great cleansing for about six months. And then I got severely anemic and other issues uh, propped up. And obviously now I know about soy and I was eating a lot of soy and I still had gas and digestive problems, which later on I realized were all emotional issues. And so if you're looking at, uh, what is it? The law of polarity or the law of gender. Anyways, your curse is your gift. There's two forces on this planet, yin and yang. So 30 years later, I have some semblance of understanding of nutrition and, uh, and, uh, cleanse and detoxification. And so I got into fasting, juicing, herbs, uh, you know, my first 10 day juice cleanse, I looked in the mirror and that's how I made my money. And I was like, Oh my God, I look like a spring chicken. I look like 10 years younger. And so I was hooked. And so I've been doing some form of cleanse or fast, um, a few times a year for the last 30 years. So that was the beginning uh, of it. I, I did, I worked for Gianni Versace, which is a billion dollar, uh, uh apparel company. And, uh, you know, I had a big, uh, rock star phase. I was very successful. Uh, I think with success can come a little bit of self-sabotage. So some unresolved, maybe emotional issues uh, from my childhood. Uh, and I started partying a lot, which is part and parcel for that industry. So uh, it, it, that got too loud to the point where I had to sober up, moved to Los Angeles to start an acting career, went back to college, uh, studied theater, started doing a lot of stand-up and uh, and uh, 
um, improv, but I realized I couldn't start a career uh, as a party animal. So I started the process of sobering up. That was like a four-year process. Sobered up, but it was, it was meditation that really set me free. And the meditation helped. I made a New Year's resolution in 1999, I think it was. And uh, just, you know, never again type of thing. And I never made New Year's resolutions, but I made, it, I made an intention to figure it out. And so somebody turned me on to Vipassana meditation. I sat my first course that year and my life changed. That was the biggest wake-up call for me there. So the, the Vipassana meditation. Did 11 courses in six years and meditated two hours a day for that six-year period. And if you look at neuroplasticity and, and uh, all the research on meditation, it makes a lot of sense because it, helped, it definitely, it really chipped away deeply at uh, healing some of my trauma patterns, my reaction patterns. From there, I started working with Maori healers from New Zealand. And these are very powerful spiritual healers. They go into the myofascial. Actually, they go right down into the DNA. They're known as the bone crushers. They step on you. They use sticks and stones. They choke you. I've seen it all. I've seen mass. I've seen probably 60 exorcisms working with them for the last 22 years. And so I worked with them, um, and I started to unfold my consciousness there. And then I started working with an herbal company. I've been taking herbs for about 15 years at that time. Really had a lot of knowledge around cleanse and detoxification. And uh, and then this herbal company from the Amazon rainforest came into my sphere. And I started taking those plants. And those plants, they woke up my you know, energy centers in my body. They turned me on at a very high level. And that was just the non-psychoactive ones. Um, and then I won a trip to the Amazon. And I met the Shipipo Indians who we were in partnership with. They were harvesting the plants for us. And, uh, of course, I tasted the ayahuasca and then went to an ayahuasca center uh, where I've been working with them for the last 13 years, uh, Refugio Atiplano, in, uh, outside of Iquitos. And so uh, I drank ayahuasca about 10 times that first time. That was 2006. I had three very profound visions. One was the spirit of my daughter that came to me. Uh, the other one was uh, um, uh, an amalgamation of my on-camera career and my uh, natural medicine studies and, and my stand-up comedy and Certified Health Nut was born. Uh, the third vision was that humanity makes it. And 13 years later, everything is unfolding, including my family and my daughter that came to me, the spirit of my daughter that came to me. Uh, she was my second child. And I wasn't even married at the time. So, you know, miracles happen, guys. Miracles, visions, these types of things happen when you clear out the junk and you get down to nature. And what is ayahuasca? Ayahuasca is a deep cup of nature, of the ancient nature that goes back through the mineral kingdom, through the plant kingdom, uh, and, and, and it goes all the way back to God, if you will. It's the vine of the soul. And so, so the ayahuasca definitely was, was a lot of clarity. And then finally, my marriage that really you know, was my spiritual path for the last 13 years. And we had black mold exposure, moved eight times. So all that pain really brought me to my knees. I went through a divorce, and uh, I just remarried my ex-wife at uh, uh, my fifth ayahuasca retreat in uh, Costa Rica uh, two months ago. So that's wow. it. Wow. Wow. That is so that's a gr- cool. <laughs> that is, uh, that's something I, we talk about, uh, Bear and I uh, doing ayahuasca together and doing a shamanic ceremony up here 
uh, something that we're heavily interested in. I've never done it, but um, I'm very familiar with everything with it and DMT and all that. And uh, that's amazing that, so you're saying you're, the spirit of your daughter came to you uh, during the experience. And this was obviously way before you said you were married or before she was on the planet, correct? Correct. Yeah. And there's, there's a couple facets of that. I set my intention. Everybody said how important that was. I almost tried to write it off. Oh yeah, that hippie stuff or whatever. But before I landed in Peru, my intention was to uh, open up my heart and connect with the divine feminine in all of its facets. And I got my money's worth in spades. That is so cool. I talk to my kids a lot. I've got two little boys and they're, we get into a lot of esoteric talks. There's just kids are really interested in this stuff. And um, through my studies, just with the math, the ascended master's teachings and stuff, they talk about this, how you, uh, through your lifetimes, um, have these same relations with, uh, your family members. And you could even be, uh, I, you know, I, I joke around with my kids, Hey, you might've been my dad at one point and I was your kid. <laughs> and so as we go through these, uh, the cyclical reincarnations, um, you know, that makes a lot of sense that, uh, this spirit came to you and, um, you know, she was coming back to hang out with you. I wanted to say on that, you know, on my second expedition into the Amazon, I was working on putting a documentary together and you can see this if you scroll way back on my YouTube channel. Um, I was putting this documentary together and my brother, my little brother had challenges with uh, heroin and uh, he was in the UK. I got him on the phone and I said, look, I'm going to go down get some footage. I'm going to come back, get some money. And then are you open to coming in and drinking the ayahuasca to clear up your addiction? And he said, yeah, you know, I came back and you know, uh, I think it was like a month or a couple of weeks later, he died. He OD'd. And then, uh, a few weeks later, my son was born, and I swear to God, my son is the reincarnation of my brother. Yeah, that is powerful stuff right there. Wow, very cool. Yeah, we've uh, we've got a few stories like that of our own uh, in our family, so uh, that's not make-believe. And again, a lot of the things we talk about on our show, uh, we go into the real science uh, behind reincarnation, and, uh, you know, once you wrap your mind around a few concepts, uh, you really understand that that's the way life works in the universe. It's, uh, it's cyclic and everything from your, you know, apple tree out in the orchard to your own body recycles and, and goes through different octaves of experience. And the, the difference with uh, uh, us wearing a human suit is that, uh, you know, we get to jump into different levels of consciousness that, uh, you know, not every other life form gets to experience, but uh, I love your story because what you're, uh, you know, what you're really describing is what medical school should really be about, and you're following the the whole format of what the Pythagoreans laid out as medicine being the practice of medicine being a sacred science, and uh, and the role of doctors was to guide people through their own experience to make the connections that you've made. So. Uh, you know, if it was up to me, all of us doctor types would go through uh, pretty similar experiences that you've gone through because, uh, you know, us uh, medical types were tend to be uh, living solely on the mental plane and, uh, you know, have never really been in our own, uh, you know, bodies even, let alone exploring, exploring these different realms. So, um, 
Yeah, so fantastic. So how do you, I know you inspire a lot of other people and do workshops and, and uh, you know, work with your people to, uh, you know, bring them down the path to self-discovery. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, there's ultimately three ways to work with me, um, which is on the internet virtually, watch all my videos. I made, I've got thousands of videos. I make 10 to 15 videos a day. Um, and so I put as much of myself out there to inspire, to, you know, light fires inside people's consciousness um, and let them figure it out from there. Um, you know, I have more concise tutorial videos, uh, but the fact of the matter is most of what I'm doing is really just, just uh, igniting their consciousness. So that's the first way. I work with an organic wheatgrass company. I work with David Sandoval's company. He's been in business for 27 years. Never had a product recall. We've got organic uh, um, wheatgrass grown on volcanic ash beds in Utah. Um, so really high quality nutrients. So I monetize that way. Not only do I monetize, but I've, I've helped you know over 10,000 people go through a cleansing process. I've been juicing for 10 years, and this just represents convenient um, uh, green juice cleanse. So uh, that's the second tier of working with me getting on my nutritional program and then uh then it comes down to workshops one-on-one -on -one, retreats uh depending on what i'm doing i do qigong in the park um and you know re realistically uh i've had more challenges serving people in person because it really comes down to uh marketing and messaging and really getting the people there so it's worthy of my time and so uh Lo and behold, you know, after many years of bootstrapping myself, um, my whole back end's coming online. So I'm going to get out there on a huge platform very, very soon as my book comes out. Um, and uh, my platform's completely being built out. So I'm going to be serving people directly much, much more. I've been doing my men's work for, for, for many, many years. And the, the current iteration that I just did was Man Tribe. Uh, I did for, for the last year. And then once the book comes out, we're going to be doing everything underneath the book so there's nine pillars of health hydration nutrition sleep movement their foundation principles or as they say in uh, physics first principles and so they're you know basically immutable if any animal or human animal on this planet applies these principles they're going to get results so uh so that's coming out soon and then i'll just be serving more people bigger bigger platform i've already seen a vision uh with a million people on the dc mall um, so, so I, my, I've seen a vision where my book sells 500 million copies. So, you know, the, the world, the world's changing and my vision is going to come true and that's all there is to it. I mean, that is, that is it. Amazing. I and can just feel it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. People in chat are actually asking, they're, they're going to your site and wondering where the book is, the ripped at 50 book um is we'll we'll drop a link in the description on youtube and also uh uh if we one of our mods will drop it in the chat here if we if you can direct us there troy but i mean we we're working we're working right now around the clock my wife's my wife's on the computer over here right now we're working just to get an email capture list up there we 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 worked with a developer who who did a part of the website that didn't work out very well and so we're working on on getting it all figured out uh, right now, but troycasey.com is where it is. But 
that it's just it's just not finished. So, uh, but TroyCasey.com will be the platform, and uh, CertifiedHealthNut.com. All roads are going to lead to Ripped at Fifty. Awesome. I actually do web development for a living, so if you need any help there, I might be able to to, to help you out there. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is really cool that um, when you say these visions, and we talk about this a lot that. I mean, reality is our vision, right? Our consciousness is what manifests our reality. So with you, that practice of what you're doing is you will manifest that, you know, you, we're all consciousness creators here. And especially when we come in as a community to do it together uh, with us right now, just having this conversation, putting out our thought forms, they're combining and they're manifesting as we speak. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I believe it and I see it too, uh, you know, in the festival scene, we're seeing it everywhere, right? We're seeing these amazing, um, these communities developing around these consciousness festivals. And there's these, there's these festivals where people aren't drinking alcohol. Um, they're not even really doing drugs or anything. It's just herbals and it's just being sober and doing yoga and Kundalini and just being really uh, in present uh, uh, with each other. And as this is evolving, um, I agree. I see that too. I see a million people in the DC mall coming together and doing meditation and doing uh, yoga and uh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, a guy in LA, uh, he's doing the, the, the um, mass meditation uh, festival there in downtown LA. I don't know if you've been to that. Disclosure um, Fest. Disclosure Fest. And um, so we're seeing it. We're seeing it live in front of us. And I, I believe as we will and you are going to play an instrumental part in this mass awakening. Yeah, and it's it's so powerful just what we're doing here with this little informal chat because we're all interconnecting with each other, and uh, not only are our no numbers growing, but we're helping each other reach greater numbers. And the only thing that can impede, uh, you know, our individual visions is ourselves, or if we try to impose our will on somebody else. You know, when I was uh, playing sports, I used to play in big stadiums. Some of them held as many as a hundred thousand people. And, uh, that, you know, this was years ago, but you know, I'd, I'd run out through the tunnel and, and hit, and you just have these walls of people screaming at you. And even back then, I used to just fantasize about, wow, what if everybody in this stadium was focused on, like, world peace <laughs> or, or anything that really benefited the planet other than, uh, you know, gladiator wars, which I was participating in, and, and I always <laughs> had an ambivalence about, you know, what I did back then, even though I was in my 20s, uh, you know, I was just like, what the hell am I doing here? And, uh, you know, but it just really struck me always the power of that many people single-mindedly focusing on this one event. And I always thought, geez, if we could just fill up one football stadium like that, focused on something that would benefit humanity, uh, the game would be over. So your vision is, uh, you know, right on. And it's already happening. It's happening mm -hmm. through these venues. And, uh, you know, we're just on, on the verge of, of realizing exactly what you're talking about. Millions of people showing up at the same spot at the same time. And, yep. uh, you know, we're the, we're the precursors of that. And it's, it's about to happen. So amazing. We're going to have a million man march uh, in DC, or I was pushing for Sacramento, and there's a whole underground current right now going against the vaccine agenda. And that's what I was saying. We, we need a million man woman march right in DC saying enough's enough. We want our sovereignty. This is, um, you know, the technocratic farm, big pharma control system is gotten out of hand. 
Now they're trying to make uh, homeschooling illegal in New York. So we see what's really? happening. Really? I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, they're pushing it through right now. Uh, so, you know, we see the agenda. We see the fear that they have and that they're, they thrive on fear and enforcing fear upon the masses. And people are just, they're just fed up and we're using their systems against them and we're creating our own systems. And it's not even us versus them. It's just, it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's just us, you know. And so it's just awakening and just and realizing we are the empowered ones. We have all the power. And it's just waking up to that. So um, have, have you guys seen the documentary you've been talking about on our Telegram group? And by the way, I don't know if you're on Telegram, Troy, but I'd love to get you in there. I think you'd be a great asset to the community. Um, okay. But um, we, we've been talking about these documentaries, uh, Project Sunshine on Netflix and, um, and uh, Orange Sunshine on uh, Prime. And these, these came out in like 2015, but they're about during the, uh, the hippie movement about um, the, these, this band of renegades who were trying to, to uh, basically get everybody to drop acid. And their goal was to, to wake up the entire world by having everybody drop acid. And, and it's a crazy, crazy story um, on, um, on both the side of the chemists who were, who were these renegades who were making the acid to the, the group of surfer, the surfer gang out of Orange County who was um, mm -hmm. distributing it. And, uh, we're, you know, we, we talk about the cycles, right? And we're back into that cycle from the sixties where we have a, a huge generation, the millennials who, who are lost and are, are, are seeking some sort of connection, some sort of presentness. So we're seeing that in the, in this like explosion of the festival scene and stuff. And, but what I find empowering is it's not the acid anymore. It's not doing drugs. It's just connecting and waking up and using, I guess, technology, right? Connecting via platforms like this and stuff yoga, breath work, et cetera. So it's, it's, I think more empowered and it's not, we're not going to let it get co-opted by the CIA this time. We're going to do it the right way because we're more knowledgeable. We we've, we've got more wisdom now. And so maybe this is idealism again, that we saw in the sixties, but I think we can break through. And I think not only will we break through, but I think the universe is going to force it because it we're in that cycle too. We're in that grand cycle of the epoch change. So we're all riding the wave, baby. And uh, it's, a, it's fun. In the end, it's fun. That's why we're doing it, right? Yes. Yes. Spiritual sport, I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. So imagine yeah. that, Bear. Uh -huh. uh, 100,000 people in a stadium all just meditating and, and, and having out-of-body experiences together or something. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I'm a product of the 60s, and there was a special thing happening there. It was undeniable. Uh, but it got shut down with the drugs. And of course, acid, um, you know, was one of the culprits. And I know a lot of people, you know, feel like they had real awareness openings with acid. I never trusted it because I just never trusted chemicals. And then after the fact, we find out it was a whole CIA operation in the first place. Now, that's real different than plant medicine like ayahuasca which, uh, you know, uh, allows you to draft the, the patterns that are inherent in nature and, uh, you know, actually broaden your bandwidth of perception by, uh, you know, synapsing our, our, our you know, greater uh, levels of DNA. And, and then, of course, that brings us back to the agenda these days of uh, especially things like vaccination and the stuff they're spraying in the sky that is altering our DNA so that we now have an abundance of foreign uh, DNA from animal and insect sources, which, and of course, those DNA strands or antennas that uh, pick up the universal frequencies. So we're actually getting 
our bandwidth uh, narrowed and into more of a, a lower consciousness state. So people really, really need to wise up. This is not a political thing. It's not, uh, you know, take it for somebody who's been in the health field uh, for a lifetime and seen all the carnage, uh, you know, from these practices. Uh, this is not even a debate. There's no such thing as a good vaccine. There's not good ones. There's not bad ones. They all need to be shunned and they need to be, uh, we need to understand the difference between immunization and vaccination. They're two different yep. things. And everything you're describing, uh, Troy, is true immunization just by changing yourself, pushing the envelope with your consciousness, uh, changing your lifestyle pra practices, uh, cleaning out your, your body and your mind. So, um, and we're doing it, but you know, the, as, uh, as we near our uh, goal, um, you know, the, the other side is, is trying their best to impede us, but the cat's out of the bag and, and it's too late. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so Troy, um, what do you got going on right now? What's your main focus? Um, you know, you have some uh, workshops coming up. I saw that you were down in Orange County recently and um, with our boy Franson, who was on the show and who's, uh, who Bear knows well, Justin Franson. We had him on talking about the dangers of 5G and he's got some great solutions for that. Uh, oh, yeah. Were you, to, were you able to connect with him? And um, what are some things you're up to these days? So we're, we're interviewing uh, Justin uh, on Tuesday. So uh, I got a videographer coming over uh, after I get off the phone with you guys. Again, I shoot 10 to 15 videos a day. But the main thing, guys, is my Ripped at 50 book. So this is coming out of me mm -hmm. like right now. This I'll is, dig the cover. I'm probably, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to get on the phone with you afterwards. We basically need an email capture page because somebody's Somebody's going to release a documentary uh, day in the life with me today. And I did all sorts of esoteric shit. And she's a very good journalist that used to work for BuzzFeed. So that's going to, that's going to drop today. The butthole sunning has viral activity. I mean, my Instagram's on fire right now. And so, um, so the main focus is the book because the book has everything. It's got the marketing tools to get the executives that, may have the Ferraris mistresses and, and, and their ad executives or media executives, but they don't have their help. So that's, that's what my vision and target was for this book. And then, uh, but the 25 to 35 year olds are all courting me online because they want to be fit at 50. They want to be ripped at 50. And then, and then the women all like sex sells not going away anytime ever. And, and everyone wants to get laid at the biochemical level. So, so the marketing is just embedded in there. And so everyone will be intrigued. And so the book is everything. And we're just building out the platform and the affiliate platform right now. But we ran into some snags. And uh, the book wants to come out. It's like a child when it wants to be birthed. Yeah. And so, uh, so I might be on the phone with you afterwards to get, uh, to get this page set up as this viral video comes out today. Yeah, no worries. Um, very cool. I mean... What I love about what, what you're all about too is you're using these platforms that oftentimes we know can be quite controlling and we know, uh, you know, things like Instagram and Facebook, uh, if people aren't, um, aren't more aware about what they do, they can really bring you down this, this 
danger, these dangerous pitfalls of, you know, the endorphin rush you get from the, from the likes and the follows and everything. But also we can flip that switch and we can use that because right. it, it is powerful connecting. They're connecting tools, right? And they allow us to, to do massive connections um, that back in the day you had to have a lot of money to do. That's correct. And so the polarity, right? It's uh, as above, so below, it's everywhere. And there's that polarity in there. And so that's one thing that I've, I've actually been trying to do is taking um, and actually even deleting the apps off my phone because being a technologist myself, I find myself on the devices yep. way too much. But, yep. um, but what's well, you, cool is you you're using that. You mentioned the natural law of correspondence. So again, this book is not about me. It's not about my physique, although that I'm going to use that to the hilt, the, the, the gifts the creator has given me. Uh, this book is the, the through line is the natural law of correspondence. How, how do we expect the world to be healthy if we are not healthy ourselves? This is the Ferrari manual for the spiritual spacesuit human, human being body. Um, so it has nine pillars of health. When applied, you get results. And so, um, so yeah, Amazing. I'm, su I'm super, super, super excited, man. I can just, I can feel it. I can taste it. I've been in, you know, in front of the camera for 30 years and I've had, you know, plenty of success and, and ups and downs. And, but this is something that I just, I, I, I feel is so sacred. And so, we're on the precipice of just popping the consciousness. Kablamo. It looks like this Metatron's cube. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what I really love about your message is that it's, um, it's a really holistic full, full circle thing. It's not just, uh, you know, hitting the gym and stuff. It's really more about up in here and in here. So, and which is what we're all about. So, uh, yeah, you're right on. And, um, maybe we can get into a couple just pragmatic, practical things for those listening uh, that are interested in and being ripped at 50 uh, that may, maybe they're looking just for some, whether we want to go into those pillars or whatnot, um, yep. just to help out some people here that are listening today so they can leave with uh, something that they can start doing right away. Um, let's say, you know, we have your average Joe who's really has the intention and, and is trying to really elevate their consciousness and and be healthier, what in your mind are some, some steps they can start taking today after they listen to this to really start moving in that path? So I think the first and foremost is the sleep pillar. You know, there's a lot of research on circadian rhythms. We're harmonized with the celestial realm. Uh, our cortisol rises when the sun comes up, the blue light comes up. So really understanding sleep patterns. There's a lot of research, so 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. is optimal, so figure out your lifestyle and kind of work around that, but if you've got aches and pains and, and you're overweight and over, you know, look no further than starting with your sleep as a foundation. Then we can move over to movement. The body is designed to move. The pump for the lymph, which is your interstitial fluid, and the lymph is um, a stagnant body of water turns into a cesspool. So you got to move that limp every single day. The best exercise in the way the human body is designed to move through time and space is walking. So, you know, walking is the number one exercise uh, that, that, that's helped me over the years. Uh, and I highly recommend it for most clients because most clients don't have the athletic ability to perform boot camp style workouts that I see all in the park. So most people don't have those, you know, athleticism right now because they're sitting in a car their hip flexors are tight, their glutes are turned off, they're eating garbage, so their, their, their gut microbiome is hammered, so the innervation out to those uh, extremities 
um, they have poor, you know, motor recruitment. So you load that up, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna blow out your back, your shoulder, something. So walking is the best exercise, and then nature is a pillar as well. And so take your shoes off and get barefoot into the earth. Get the negative redox potential, and then cross reference that with Clint Ober's work that he did at UCLA. Lo and behold, these electron, um, you know, biochemical reactions that are happening with the earth, you know, basically rubber soles came in when in the 60s and then arthritis went through the roof and all sorts of other degenerative diseases. You take off your shoes, you get that negative redox potential, that electron exchange happens with the blood. Your blood goes from ketchup to the viscosity of wine. So what does that do for your liver, which is a filter, your kidneys, which is a filter, your heart, which is a pump? Well, that helps the body run much more efficiently. So just taking off your shoes. So that's three just right off the top of the dome. Amazing. Um, you reminded me about the sleep. I put my glasses on my blue blockers because I look at the screen too much and I have my kids wear these. So important when you're, uh, when you're dealing with these technology with the screens and stuff is to protect yourself against that blue light. Uh, Bear, any interested you? Uh... <laughs> yep. Go ahead, Bear. Oh, we might have lost him. Uh -oh. We might have lost him. Um, yeah. So, anyways, those are. There he is. Walking's the best thing, and it's the safest for the average person. Uh, oh, really? Douching outside here. Uh, I don't. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know it's coming down hard here. We're, you were sounding like uh, a little slow there, but I think you're good now. Go ahead. You're good, Barry. Okay, Go so I was just saying, yeah, the physical culture, it isn't, exactly, it isn't exactly where it's at, but it's important because if you haven't been in your physical body, and the only reason why we're in a physical body in the first place is to have this exploration of consciousness and have the feedback that only a physical simulation can give us. So, um, you know, physical culture is an important thing just to connect and to experience with it. And if your physical vehicle isn't operating, uh, you know, uh, up to optimal, then, you know, you're really going to shortchange yourself on all levels. So it's not just about going to the gym. So, uh, Troy, do you ever explore? And I'm sure you have with, uh, you know, I'm a big, uh, I favor animal movements and you know, because I've been involved in martial arts for a long time, uh, you know, we, we make a point of uh, isolating different kind of animal movements and, and, you know, like crawling on the floor and, and, you know, mimicking different animal forms because there's just different energetics and ways that you can explore, uh, you know, your body through those. And they're a little bit more taxing for the person that isn't that athletic. But I would encourage anybody, you know, there are ways to transition into it just to do some simple movements that then, uh, you know, allow you to just uh, move from one position to the next. And before you know it, uh, you're doing all sorts of uh, animal forms. And, and it's the most amazing workout, I think, uh, that anybody could have. But it is challenging, but there is a way to sequentially work yourself up. So you ever work with those? Uh, I, I, I don't think I've, I've done a little bit specifically with some, uh, Edo Portals people. Um, but I haven't developed it. But what I did was I learned some rudimentary, uh, Qigong and Tai Chi warmups from Paul check. And then, um, and then from a few other people online and I've developed this, this whole movement, 
uh, flow I, I call drunken monkey qigong. And it's really just, you know, the body, not only my own emotional stuff unwinding, but also a few patterns that really just open up the shoulders, the hip. Basically, I just want to move all the extremities at all times, you know, in all time and space. And so, and so, uh, and it's been seven or eight years I've been practicing it. So it's kind of unfolding intuitively. Now, I would like to do more uh, animal stuff. And Paul Check has taught me some reptilian crawl because I know that's very important for the nervous system. Uh, and then I do, uh, I got a Qigong move that he also taught me called the stork walk, which will repattern the whole breathing apparatus. So it's, it's like the, the bird flies and, and, your, and your leg, the one leg comes up so that it activates your stabilizers and it goes into your, to your, uh, to your core. And then it also opens up the diaphragm. So it harmonizes everything. So my answer is yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's neat. You're working with Paul check. I've been a fan of his for many years, you know, and, uh, you know, one of my disciplines is, uh, as a kinesiologist and he's a pretty brilliant guy. And I've always, uh, studied his videos and listened to him quite a bit. It's nice that you're working with him. Well, Paul's in your room right now. He's in that blue ball sitting behind you. He brought that into sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amazing. Exactly. I love Paul. No, he's, he's great. He's one of those great. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Well, yeah. you know, in the postmodern world, we, uh, we are seeing fusion everywhere in food and, uh, especially in the culinary world. And I, what I, one thing I've been really doing is fusing like uh, Kundalini yoga with uh, Qigong and Tai Chi and trying to bring it all together. Um, and so that's something I feel like you're all about too, Troy, is just bringing all these different modalities in and just kind of going with each individual's different and what, what is good for the each individual soul, right? And just kind of the self-discovery is super important. Obviously, getting with the practitioner that can teach you, but then each individual needs to kind of figure it out for themselves, I personally think. Yeah, and my understanding is that the martial arts masters teach replication of the basics. So I'm presenting basics with people, uh, and, and I did it with myself, and then it's just unfolding into this, um, you know, potpourri of, of interesting stuff. And I also like to, you know, keeping everything dogma-free and uh, – you know, it's the way of no way. It's the way of, there is no names. People want names. I, I don't, call it shit on a stick. I don't care. Move your body, breathe, eat clean food, hug your loved ones, get some sunlight. You know, I don't care what you call it. Call it whatever the hell you want. Yeah, get back with nature, basically. So, yeah. Troy, um, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, going through uh, different phases of life, uh, you know, that we kind of uh, think as the aging process, you know, people need different forms of exercise through those different phases. I've noticed in my own body, I, you know, uh, transitioned from my earlier years to be a full time gym rat to, uh, you know, now doing things totally different and realizing my body has different needs and uh, really doesn't need as much of certain things as other things. So I think a real important thing maybe you could address is uh, just how to pay attention, not from the conventional mindset of, oh, I'm getting old, but just that, uh, you know, you need different things. And if you know how to listen to yourself, then, uh, you know, you can be healthier. Uh, you know, I feel in some ways I'm healthier, uh, you know, at 70 than I was uh, 
you know, in earlier years when I was buffed and, and, you know, could do a lot more physical things. So, um, and I know you've been through a few phases of life too, even though you look great. So, so what do you think about just, uh, uh, helping people tune in and, and, and understand how to address where they're at in life? Yeah. Keep, you know, my thing is keep changing the game or rotating your rotations. So, you know, I really pay attention. Paul Check really helped me out with a lot of this as well. Um, and then becoming a father, having black mold exposure, having neurological issues, um, you know, Lyme-like dysfunction, MS-like dysfunction. And I just told myself, that's where I knew mind over matter was the final frontier, and it works as well. Because I told myself, wow, I have neurological issues. I'm a barefoot walker, and my legs are giving out below me. That's a serious situation, and I don't see doctors, so I'm going to have to figure this shit out right here, right now. And so I just started doing – I started balancing on one foot to tie my shoes because I have a shoe policy in my house. So I do that three, four, five times a day. So I just wanted to build up my own neurology. And, and you know, intuitively, I was just – I had to figure it out beyond the status quo. My clients are coming to me with, with – uh, autoimmune issues and it you know you look great on the outside but life is crumbling on the inside and i'm experiencing that so i just started searching out all sorts of different you know uh, uh ways of healing and moving and paul taught me that lowering the, the the stress response and parasympathetic activation was important so qigong and i also looked into medical qigong and saw that you could heal basically anything with it so I just kept on being consistent with my Qigong, consistent with everything that I could possibly do. Then I also remember Paul teaching about how important cellular respiration is and how that's directly related to overall respiration and that mouth breathing is big trouble. And so or neck breathing is big trouble. And lo and behold, I had stuff in my brachial plexus. And I was like, shit, man. All right, I got to start breathing into my balls, breathing in my toes as the Maori taught me. And so really opening up those channels. And then lo and behold, I start going through a divorce and waking up paranoid, sleeping on my own couch. Uh, and then my friend coming into one of my workshops and teaching me simple bastrika, which I call emergency breath work right now. Lion's breath out, 10 breaths in, hold it on the 11th, and blammo, my mind shifts. And so boom, I started doing that. And then I started doing you know, stork walk religiously to reprogram my diaphragm and to make sure it's optimizing. As Paul Check was telling me, you know, all these Wim Hof guys come in and they still have inverted breathing patterns. So I'm listening, you know, the master speaks once and I listen, you know, and then I implement. And so, because uh, most masters, they don't give you those golden nuggets. So I figure whatever comes flying out of their mouth, you know, let me glom onto that. So, and then I just started implementing and then I understand replication of the basics. You know, that's what a martial arts is going to teach you. That's what the Bruce Lee is going to teach you. Master the, 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 the one punch 10,000 times. So I only need to hear it once. I only need to hear or watch Chrome Gracie, you know, breathe on, on, on the Internet and go, fuck, that's what I want, right? So how am, I going to, how am I going to get there? I'm two years in to try and practice his nolly, and I'm not there yet. But, you know, I know it's attainable. And so I just keep going. So I just glom on to these, 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 these nature principles and I start applying them and getting results and then sharing what I know on the internet, what I'm going through. And lo and behold, people are writing me back, changing my life, Thanksgiving dinner, panic attacks, you know, boom, boom, boom. People are changing their lives with these simple principles. So um, 
Yeah, I forgot, to, what, yeah, I forgot what the question there's, there's was. There's a lot of, that's yeah, the answer. No, no, that's, that, no, that's great. And there's a lot of great people out there and everybody has a little piece of the puzzle. So you're right on, you know, we did a little talk on breathing a while ago and, and uh, you know, Mike and I, you know, are both a fan of his. On the other hand, what we did talk about is that uh, there are a lot of other breathing techniques and they're appropriate at different times. So it's not just about one technique that's going to do it for you. And, you know, where I was going with different things necessary at different times, sometimes if you don't change it up, then, um, you know, then sometimes life will do it for you. And, you know, you brought up limes and we also... We also did a little show on limes, and that was, uh, you know, close to my heart because I actually went through it. You know, when I was in my 50s, I was, uh, you know, in a mode that I'd continued since my 20s. I was doing jump squats with 225 pounds and reps in the bench with 300 and looking, you know, uh, you know, really buff for my age, you know, in my 50s. And then all of a sudden, I contracted what we think of as limes, and it brought me to my knees. And I had to rethink my whole situation. And uh, the cure for me was just to go on inside. And as uh, in my practice, I'd seen a lot of limes and had a lot of success with it, uh, treating people with the, the you know, bioterrain medicine. But for myself, I knew I had to go somewhere else. So that was like the, you know, the, the reset for me where coming out the other side with just internal uh, work, um, you know, and, and then after that, uh, my physical culture, uh, my mode of exercise, everything, you know, changed up pretty dramatically to accommodate where I was at because life threw a curveball at me and, you know, said, okay, it's time to give up some of these old concepts and practices and move to the next level. So um, you don't have to get limes to do it, but for me, I needed to hit, uh, get hit over the side of the head and and uh but you know i think if you learn how to listen then you can have a lot smoother ride and not have to have those kinds of experiences well nature will kick you in the ass you know it's all about balance and the yin and the yang and if you're out of balance it nature will tell you (laughs) and and what i like about both your stories is you both figured it out you went deep you went internal um you weren't victims you uh, were, you empowered yourself and you got through and that's what this experience is about. That's why we reincarnate on this planet is to go through those experiences the great classroom. And uh, you're uh, both living embodiments of that and that's why I wanted to connect you to today. Um, we do have some questions in the chat. Maybe we can jump in real quick before uh, time runs out. Uh, one of the questions from Hope was you were earlier mentioning around the ayahuasca chat, you were talking about some meditation that you were doing, and she was just wondering what kind of meditation that was. I don't know if you totally remember what v- we were talking v- about. We v- could- v- Vipassana meditation, it's uh, SN Goenka, Vipassana, it's D H A M M A dot org, Dhamma.org, and there's 150 centers worldwide. They're 10 days in silence. Um, they got clean food and uh, it's donation basis. So there is, it's dogma free. You'll be sitting with yourself for 10 days straight and expect a truckload of grief to be relieved from you. Oh, I love that. I want to do a meditation detox. Uh, that's something on my list. I got to make time for that. I would love to go do a 10 day retreat of silence and, and presentness. Uh, I've, I've done just a one day retreat. Uh, uh, of that. And that was exhausting, (laughs) but doing 10 days. 
Um, that's amazing. So how many, how many times have you done that, Troy? I did. Uh, I think I sat, I, I sat nine and I served two. And even two, when I was serving, I got like six hours of meditation in a day and uh, minimum. And so, uh, um, yeah, and they were all incredible. Not, none of them were a walk in the park. It was the most challenging thing I did both uh, mentally and physically, by the way. Wow. Yeah, I think this day and age when we're so bombarded by technology and our, and our devices and social media, more than ever, it's important to meditate every day. We our, our physiology and our and our and our, uh, our overall spirit or soul, our our mental our mentality. We need that break. We need the break from the stimulus. We need to just be able to observe. Um, it's in our nature, and so meditation for me is just an important practice. And you can go out and there's so many different ways to meditate. Even just like you said, you can combine it too. Like get your walking done in a meditative state, present walking, where you're just present with your with your steps. Um, you can meditate while doing the dishes being uh, present-minded doing the dishes. There's so many ways and even working out, right? Just being super meditative with every um, repetition you're doing and take the headphones out and don't have a podcast, even though we're doing a podcast right now, turn off the podcast and just be present with yourself. Uh, so important. Uh, that's fantastic. Another question was just wondering, uh, what was the green stuff you're drinking in the beginning of the show? Uh, that's the, that's Liquid Sunshine from the company that I work with. If you go to my Instagram, I've got information on that, my 40-day nutritional program. Uh, it's organic wheatgrass, spirulina, rice bran solubles, activated barley, uh, all uh, organically grown, juiced, dried, and you just it, it's convenient. You add, you add water to it, um, and uh, uh, everything's satisfaction guaranteed. Do business with me, guys, if you like what, what I'm up to and you want to change your life nutritionally and have something super convenient. Yeah, liquid sunshine. It's it's the uh, power shake. That's amazing. Um, we're gonna drop these links in the uh, in the show notes here, and people already in chat already can't wait to get your book. Are really pumped to. Uh, uh, they're really pumped on everything here. Uh, there's great synergy going on right now, and definitely we're all about spirulina. So uh, we want to bear as talked about before. Get, we're uh, planning to do a spirulina farm here on site. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Well, um, I got, there's some more questions. I'll look through the chat here, but, uh, so much I could talk about right now, to be honest. One thing I really love that you've been, uh, really championing on your Instagram and stuff is the, um, the whole, the whole thing with sexuality, right. In pornography. And I know that's a big thing in the, uh, right now it's a big meme going on with banned porno and all this stuff, but I feel like it's a, it's, who, who banned porno, what? Ban porno. It's a big uh, meme going on right now in the alternative, especially on the more right-leaning uh, circles. Uh, there's a big okay. push to ban pornography. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a question, as someone who's more libertarian-minded, I feel like, you know, we don't ban anything. You, it, we don't you, ban you, anything. Exactly. However, uh, it is important in the consciousness development to understand sexuality. It's a, it's a very important power in the universe. And I, I do believe that there's a caustic kind of negative uh intention with with pornography uh that can be quite especially for males it can be quite entrapping and we know there's a lot of addiction involved and there's actually some great people out there that are championing uh stopping child sex trafficking and they're finding with a lot of these pedophiles that they got into 
um, this whole thing through pornography, just getting exposed to it at a young age. So I know I saw you championing something as far as taking like a 30 day break from it or something. Um, you want to get into that a little bit and what kind of got you into that? Yeah, I wanted to talk about that and I wanted to talk about masculinity as well. Uh, so with, with the NoFap, uh, you know, this came across my desk, you know, many, many years ago. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing. I don't really have an addiction problem. You know, it's only 30 to 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I've, I've always used it since I was 12. The Hustler magazines that were, were, were around, you know, my father had them. I'd sneak in to see them, uh, which is child's play compared to what is available on the internet right now. So, uh, so I started exploring, you know, hey, is pornography potentially, you know, harmful? I even noticed that even when I wasn't conscious, it was just like, oh, I'm going home to masturbate to magazines at a certain time. I'm like, you know, what, you know, what, what is this? You know, I started questioning it. And then somebody turned me on to sexual Kung Fu and the white tigress teachings. This was about 2003 or four. And I started to understand that, sexuality and harnessing sexuality you know that's the most powerful force that we have and that you know men really um uh expire their life force energy by ejaculating and that makes sense because what do we do we ejaculate we go right to sleep and so um so that was about you know 15 years ago i started exploring you know consciousness around uh my own sexuality and then I think I've cycled off porn or thrown away all my, you know, nudie woody magazines, you know, more than once. Right. And, <laughs> and not sworn them off, but just be like, all right, I'm going to cycle off of these puppies. And uh, only, you know, years later, months later to have another stack of them. <laughs> it's like, all right. Uh, and then I started really questioning it as this nofap stuff came online. I think I went off of it once upon a time to really see where I was at. But then, you know, the final frontier was this year. I, you know, I, I went through a divorce. I went out, I dated some women. Uh, I had some experiences sexually with women. And at 50 years old, I'm like, holy shit, where I might not have, where I might have gotten away with stuff when I was younger unconsciously, like now all of a sudden I'm realizing, oh my God, to have sex with a person, that's a huge responsibility. And then they, have the ability to throw their emotional body on you or the quantum entanglement of that. And I was just like, after a little while of that, man, I was like, first I went like, whoa, total freedom. And I heard about polygamy and I was like, I never, you know, I never, I never agreed to monogamy or any of this is all implied in our culture. And, you know, who am I? And what's going on? And this is all at 50, you know, this is just a few years ago. And then I went out and I was like, whoa, party and Tinder and Bumble are like a real thing. And, and then I was just like, whoa, Nelly. I was like, oh, man, I'm not looking for more problems. I just got out of a, a relationship. I'm not looking for a relationship. And women are all into, oh, monogamy and this and that. And it's like, they're not even ready for a relationship, much less me. And so I was just like, all right. So I, I just basically went, you know, celibate. I was just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And then. I, you know, I, you know, I'm not a saint. I, I live in this world. I love tobacco. I love, I, I, you know, sometimes I experiment with marijuana. Uh, I experiment with caffeine and, you know, porn was another one. And so I, 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 
few months ago, I was just like, all right, I'm pulling out all the stops. I'm going to see what it's like to just be clean and clear. And I've had many times in my life when I've been, you know, clean and clear and meditating and no stimulants and no nothing. And so I was just like, all right, let's go off all this stuff and let's throw porn in there too and see what happens. Well, what happened was that, and, and I wasn't ejaculating. Maybe, maybe I'll I ejaculate maybe uh, once every month or so. So I'm just exploring human consciousness with my own self, right? And so, uh, um, and I also know the pendulum swings both ways. So total abstinence can go into debauchery. So I'm like, all right, so I don't need to not ejaculate forever. If I need to ejaculate, that's okay. But I'm not going to stimulate it with porn. How about that? And lo and behold, I started to get stronger mentally. And, uh, and my wife was coming back into my life. She was helping me with the, put the book together. And, and I was helping her uh, with some other things. And, uh, and, uh, and I just felt stronger without the porn, right? And I dibble-dabbled back onto caffeine. And I, I like the sacred tobacco from South America. So I like the hape. So I dibble-dabbled back onto the hape. But the porn stuck, right? And, uh, and then, um, and then I, I got back with my wife. Well, uh, just to cut to the chase, I got back to my, with my wife, and I like to practice tantra and sexual kung fu and, and, uh, with holding ejaculation. And lo and behold, no porn. Holding my ejaculation was a lot easier. So we practiced sexual kung fu when we were married. Um, and uh, it, was, it was such a task to, to, to not prematurely ejaculate. And now it's just like, it's not even an issue, right? It's not even an issue. And so I'm starting to think, ooh, that's the root of porn. Oh, what else is the root of porn? All right. Even though I was married and I've always been a committed guy, my eyeballs are trying to look at the other bubble butts, you know, around and fantasizing. And like, where does that lead to? Oh, and then I'm yeah. probably not as energetically committed to my wife. Oh, and then other problems probably crept in psychologically, unconscious, you know, elements. Uh, it allows me to explode and not take responsibility for myself as, as much. I'm, I'm starting to think, then I'm watching Kanye, you know, rip on the no-fap situation. And I'm thinking, hey, there's something to this pornography thing. There really, 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 really is. Uh, and then, I, you know, you go out into nature and you get sun on your balls. And I get a boner in nature if I'm naked. Right. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, OK, there's something else that meets that. OK. And that's where I'm at right yeah. this second in present moment time. So sorry for the disjointed rant. But, you know, I think porn's a big fucking thing. You want to master yourself. You want to climb up in the ranks of business and relationships and life in general. You want to get better at your fitness and stuff. Try going no fap. Try going no ejaculation. Try going no porn. See what happens. You know, yeah, you, you go What's back that? on it. You go, What's you go, uh, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say porn is just another part of the media that keeps us in our lower centers. And there's nothing wrong with sexuality. And as you already said, it's the most powerful energy we have. And, you know, uh, fortunate for me early on, uh, you know, I learned in, in the martial arts how to circulate that energy. And and what porn does, of course, is, is it keeps males who are already preoccupied with one center only in their body to keep all the energy there. And, you know, the energy is going to build up 
and, uh, and, and it's going to demand a release. So if you know how to just simply move the energy, uh, and breath work is very important, uh, reverse abdominal breathing and uh, awakening, uh, especially the, the, you know, the back channels and, and being able to circulate it in your body. And, uh, you know, you can be all bothered one moment and then you move the energy and then you're cool because now your whole body feels good. You don't have to just have a release through one center and you can go about your day and, and not be obsessed with one idea for the rest of the day. So it's not a matter of anything being good or bad. It's just a matter of learning how to use it. And every, uh, you know, boy at adolescence should be taught this. Yes. Uh, you know, how how to use that energy. And, and of course, uh, you know, in our culture, they've got us coming and going. Uh, you know, one side has that old Victorian kind of thing that we rebelled against in the 60s, you know, just kind of being ashamed of it. And then on the other side, they have it, you know, everywhere we look, we see pictures of naked women. It's like, you know, so it's like you feel bad, but then you're obsessed with it at the same time. And, and of course, that's the that's the whole dialectic that they throw at us with everything we do in life to just keep us confused and, and screwed up. And uh, the answer is just learn how to move it through the energy systems of your body and, and, you know, game over. And then you aren't obsessed with looking at magazines or anything in the first place, but you, uh, you know, can have meaningful relationships with people. And, and then if you are with a woman, you can uh, circulate it and not release fluids, which is the way men lose all their energy. And, uh, you know, afterwards you feel energized and great rather than needing to light up a cigarette, and eat a roast beef sandwich and go to sleep. So uh, there's, there's a whole way to do things that uh, we aren't taught as males in this culture. And porn is just one of those things. It just is what it is. And, uh, you know, that's why it's out there. That's why they've got the news media doing everything they do, uh, you know, it's just to keep us in a state of chaos and confusion and uh, to prevent us from, uh, you know, really realizing our potential. But that's not a negative thing either, because that's why we go to the gym. You know, we we go there because we find things that, um, you know, uh, stress us in certain ways that pose challenges. And then we use that. And so all these devices that uh, are really, you know, meant to use against us, hey, we can use them. Uh, just as successfully as what their, you know, certain uh, vested interests are trying to uh, use these devices for. So use them. Just don't yep. get used yourself. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, one last thing. I know we're running short on time here. And this has been a question I a lot of people have asked. I know, Troy, you're very vocal about it. Shivambu, right? The uh, uh, drinking of urine. We've had many people ask on the chat here as well as on Instagram and stuff. Um, maybe this is a good way to end because I know this is something that um, I, I'm not very familiar with. Uh, I know Bear is, but um, sh- want to get into that real quick and what it is and um, how you practice it. Chivambo is the ancient art of uh, urine therapy, and there's multiple applications. I've been drinking my own urine for about 15 years. I, I got wind of it and it sounded like a good idea. I tried it uh, and I and I liked it. And so, lo and behold, years later, I discovered that it's got antibodies, it's got amino acids, it's got stem cells, it's got uh, HGH. Um, So it's the middle stream in the morning, you pee a little bit out into the toilet bowl, and then you pee in the cup, and then you pee the rest out, and you drink the cup. And so uh, it's a direct feedback loop of what's going on internally, is my understanding. Again, I haven't done too much reading and research on it. I've just done experimentation. And then I've also been counseled by others. 
that are experts in it. And so, uh, so it's a direct feedback loop. I think having a clean diet off pharmaceutical drugs is probably imperative to do this. Um, and so, uh, so direct feedback loop, I, I really just enjoy it when I don't do it, you know, when I'm traveling or I don't have a cup with me in the morning because it's that, it's that beginning drink in the morning. Uh, it's amazing. One of my friends, uh, the same guy who taught me Bastrika uh, uh, breathwork, came to one of my retreats and he, he loved me on the internet because I talked a little bit about urine therapy as well and he knew it was there and I'd never done any content on it. I talked about it a little bit. And he must have picked up on it. Came to one of my workshops and then taught the Bastrika and then we ended up doing content on Shibambu. So he had testicular cancer. He was a Swedish national, so he got free chemo. He flew back to Sweden, they, came, they nuked him, and then they said, hey buddy, uh, it didn't work. Uh, we think we need to take out your lymph nodes. And he was like, my lymph nodes? I'm, I'm 30 years old, I'm, I think I might need those. So he went home and, and researched everything he could uh, uh, on cancer, and, and his lymph nodes and all this stuff. And he came up with urine therapy and he looped his own urine for three weeks straight, went back to the doctors, couldn't find the cancer. What did you do? Probably wanted to throw him in jail, right? <laughs> and uh, I drank my piss. And, yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, so he did a bunch of research and he said that the topical is amazing. Age topical is 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 where i heard about the topical and cleaning your eyes out and i've been using it in my neti cup for years as well because oh, wow. you know you, you're not supposed to use tap water because tap water has chlorine in it and i'm always thinking you know how am i going to get you know warm water that's like a process i'm like fuck you know <laughs> i just started peeing in my neti cup fucking <laughs> doing that and miracles happen you know it cleans out the nasal passages so uh but it wasn't until, because the black mold exposure opened up my gut, and uh, you know I was having serious issues with my gut and trying to get that back online. He challenged me to age urine. First, he challenged me to a fast, and I did, uh, I did the fasting, seven-day looping on the, the urine. And then wow. he, and then he uh, told me about aged urine enemas. And I was just like, really? What? <laughs> you know, I was like... And so I tried it, and these fucking weird jellyfish-type, like, parasites came out of me. I was wiping my butt, and I was like, I haven't had beets, and this is, I'm not bleeding. Like, what is this? And then the next time I did it, boom, there was this square, like, jellyfish thing with a little hook. It was all soft. There's no hard edges, but it, but it looked square, and then there was this, this, like, brown hook that came out of it like that. And I was like, what the fuck is that and then my gut was fucking clean and clear and i was like yeah whatever whatever happened wow. i've had a flat stomach ever since so you know that i was maybe looked, going back to your milan days dude it, it came full circle i i had bloating my whole entire life my lower abdominal situation was you know and lo and behold i cleared up a lot of emotional stuff at the same time i, I did well i was doing breath work he was doing holotropic with me. So I was doing the aged urine enemas and holotropic. And lo and behold, my stomach has never been flatter. Hence, ripped at 50, which is all in the book. Wow. Our bodies give us what we need, huh, Bear? 
Yeah, urine is your uh, own little chemistry set. And if you are clean, then, uh, you know, everything you're describing, Troy, you know, can be very beneficial. And being in uh, the, the body business for so many years, people would be amazed at what uh, people in this profession see coming out of people's bodies. And, uh, you know, and when we put people on programs, they have all these uh, wild descriptions uh, you know, that you're talking about here. And, uh, you know, we have no idea some of the things that, you know, we're harboring inside of us. And, and I'll just throw this out as a little teaser. I've also seen things with my own eyes. Uh, I, wouldn't, I don't know how to describe it other than say um, parasites on the psychic plane. And, uh, you know, when we do certain types of processing that I won't get into right now, we've actually seen bodies do things that um, on the table that you wouldn't believe if you saw it. For instance, like literally levitating above the table when certain mm -hmm. things were being freed from the energetic plane. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, there, there's a lot that uh, let's just say the average person doesn't realize it's going on inside of themselves. Urine therapy is uh, you know, it's as old as the hills. It's not a newfangled idea. Again, it's one of those things that the conventional mindset will say, ooh, you know, that's weird, but it's not weird at all. And it's helped people for thousands of years. You just have to know how to do it. Yeah. 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 And, um, that's uh, one quick question. Someone uh, in the chat was like, what if you're out of balance and you're doing this? I guess they mean like uh, maybe just out of balance mentally or with health there. Um, but the biofeedback thing, that makes sense. That gives you some information back that maybe you can um, self-repair there. Well, it's going to taste like shit, isn't it? Yeah. Right? It's going to taste like absolute crap. And you're going to be like, fuck, I got to change my whole life. God, that's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, interesting, huh? The, I didn't think of the taste thing. Like the uh, you got a big uh, asparagus meal the night before. Have fun with that. But um that's fascinating well we're kind of running up on time here i went by fast um we want to have you back everyone in the chat saying we got to get this guy back got to get this guy back so definitely uh something uh we'll plan on and i'm actually coming down to la tonight so maybe we'll even see each other uh, while i'm down there no, no we are let's let's make uh, let's make it a point of point to connect man like for sure 100 percent very cool. I'm hoping to do some Qigong on the beach tomorrow with Elatom Elamine, uh, who is a breatharian in Ven He's in Venice right now, and I'm trying to get him on the show. So I don't know if you're familiar with him, but um, I'm going to be out and about. I want to do a, one of my things. I've got to do a beach run and a swim. I, that's one of my focuses while I'm down there um, and just, uh, you know, enjoying L.A. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, we're right down there in the heart of Venice. So, um, let's definitely meet up and, uh, and get a DJ Friday night for uh, uh, Bear's son, my good friend's uh, 40th birthday. Believe it or not, I'm 41. Uh, so um, uh, I'm not ripped at 40, but um, I'm definitely young at 40. And uh, it's, all, it's all a mindset. And, uh, you know, I've been DJing for 20 years and I'll, I'll DJ for the rest of my life. I love, I'll, I go DJ for like, you know, teenagers and 20 year olds and I'm right there partying with them and stuff and it's, it's everything's a mindset so anyways um that being said yeah we'll meet up and we'll hang out and um everybody please go to is it um is the best website certifiedhealthnut.com is that uh, where you want to direct people or where where would you like people to go troy to get more information about you 
Instagram's where I'm most live right now. YouTube, uh, I'm also extremely active. Uh, and uh, TroyCasey.com is going to be live later on today if I talk to you, maybe. Uh, it's live right now, and we are taking orders. It's just that we're not ready for that offer. And uh, it's just uh, Got it. something that was – anyways, TroyCasey.com, CertifiedHealthNut.com. You can Google me. But Instagram is where I'm most live right now. Very cool. Uh, we'll drop those links in the show notes here. And uh, hey, thanks to everybody for joining us on the chat today. Uh, some great questions, some great interactions. We had a wonderful talk and we look forward to having Troy back on the show. You can uh, follow us at alphavedic.com. Please join our community on Telegram. Uh, it's really uh, a wonderful place to join in on these conversations, which we have all day long. We go deep into the esoteric, into health, into alternative thinking. It's a great community, um, and we're already trying to manifest a get-together. Um, we want to do a retreat where we do campfire talks like this, and maybe even do a little ayahuasca and, 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 and do some fun. So uh, t.me forward slash Alpha Vedic. Jump in Telegram. It's a great uh, virtual community there. Uh, you can find all of our other links on alphavedic.com. Um, we currently are offering our bulk Jagulan, which we grow on site. Um, we have very limited uh, amounts left, but if you uh, are um, familiar with the Jagulan, you can get that on our website now. And once again, thanks for joining us today, everybody. And uh, have a wonderful week and get out there and get in nature and, uh, and go interact with your fellow humanity. Uh, have a good one, guys.